0: welcome welcome everybody to boot camp office hours we are so excited to have you here we know that we gave you a ton of information this last time that we had our boot camp and so we wanted to make sure that you guys are set to go when it comes to taking the exam so we're going to answer all those questions for you today We definitely have a lot of questions that we're going to have to get through in this short amount of time. So don't worry if we don't get to your questions today. We do have an email address that you can send them to and we can help get through those. Um, Another thing is, is that we have a session on Friday. Um, It's going to be on, uh, I believe it's on, correct me if I'm wrong, the rest of you, but I know it's forms, docs, sheets?
1: Slides. Slides,
0: Yes. And so um, those questions that you might have in the chat there, we are probably going to save uh, answering those because you might have those answered on Friday. So we want to just make sure that we're getting through session one and the things that were taught in there like uh, Drive, Gmail and Calendar. So if you have questions on those, we are definitely going to answer those and help you out with that today. But again, other ones that are going to be in session two, you might want to Wait till Friday, and then you can have it the next boot camp uh, office hours if if you need help on those still. So, I'm Amber Trout. Sorry, I should have said that at the beginning. <laughs> if you don't know, <laughs> um, I've been helping out hosting boot camp, but I'm joined with the wonderful rest of this group. So, if you guys want to introduce yourselves, hi, my name's Georgina. I am from Geg Aman, all the way from
2: Jordan.
1: Hi, I'm Darren, and I'm here representing
3: GEG UK.
2: Hi, I'm Becky, and I'm here from GEG SoCal, coming from Southern California.
3: Yay! Hi, I'm Ben Moore, and I'm also here representing uh, GEG UK as well.
0: Great. All right. So we are going to go over a couple of things first, just so you know that there are two office hour sessions. If you don't get this one today, it is recorded. No problem. You're going to be able to watch this whenever you want. We do have a second session this evening. I believe it's from 730 to 8. Um, That's going to be Eastern Standard Time. So just make sure that you uh, do your conversion on there and uh, come to this evening if you absolutely um, can't make this one today. And we'll go ahead and get started with the next slide there. Slide Stacy. All right. So get some bonus points on that leaderboard. We know that you guys are all really working hard on that leaderboard and getting yourselves those points to be on top. I did see some people in the Twitter chat that was. That we're talking about how they just can't lose their spa on the leaderboard. So let's get some more points with our uh, task today. Post your bitmoji on social media and then tag at GlobalGEG and hashtag global GEG. So we talked about kind of it's Monday motivation is what it is today. So... Um, that's really small, but it says it has been quite a few days, boot camp and office hours and more to come. Tell us how you are feeling. Just drop a bit into that um, Twitter chat and, or on your Twitter and uh, tag us in that so you can get some bonus points. All right, slide. All right, we went over who is here with us today, but of course, we have to use that Bitmoji if we're promoting Monday motivation with Bitmojis, so we're all here for you. And then office hours too, we're gonna to have different people that are joining the chat. So we'll have a bunch of um, people from all the different sessions that are gonna be joining and helping out with those sessions. So just know that the people that you see today, you might not have those people in the second session. We're kind of spreading the love with our global GEG team. All right, do we want to press play? Go ahead. Recap of day one. Uh
2: oh. You will all get access to this slide deck later too to hear the sound.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. I'm like, I do think there's sound with this.
1: (laughs) Definitely (laughs) use.
0: How awesome was Patrick's periodic table, right guys? Amazing. I think all the things that we talked about in our first session was so amazing. And we had really great feedback also from everybody saying how um, awesome they've learned more in their one session of global GEG bootcamp than in their 24 years of teaching. So we're really happy about that because we felt like we uh, are just sharing our knowledge with you. And so that was really, really great to hear. Um, so yes, it's just kind of a recap of the things. Some of the notes that Georgina put for us, we have in there for you as well so that you can look at those later and um, use those tips for when you need to take the exam. Yes, day two, Friday the 19th. Make sure you're there. We have tons of great information for you as well. So please make sure you join us um, the morning of, or evening, I guess, wherever you are (laughs) uh, on the 19th. All right. So we do have some shout outs to some people and some things that people are doing with sketchnote. There is some really amazing work that you guys are putting on the screen and you know sending to us in Twitter. So please make sure you keep sending those. We love seeing them and seeing all of the great work that you're doing and um, the things that we helped you with. So these are uh, a couple of the different uh, sketchnotes people are doing. So thank you for all of your hard work and sharing it with us. Yes, yes, sketchnotes. And also we're having a training on sketchnotes, I forgot. We're having a training on sketchnotes because we had a ton of people that were inquiring about it. So please make sure that you know we do have a sketchnotes training coming um, very soon and that you guys can all learn about sketchnotes with us as well. All right, here's the last code for this session so that we can get started on those questions. Um, Working nine to five, put that in the leaderboard and you can go ahead and get your points for today. And we will have a question and answer document after this is all done. We will make it into a document that you can review on your own time. We know that there's gonna be a lot of things addressed today. We are going to do our best to share our screens and show you if we absolutely think that that's what you need. Um, So just make sure that, you know, we're going to not leave you high and dry. We will definitely give you a document to review later and to kind of look over for um, your exam, so. All right, without further ado, let's get some questions on here and then also provide us some feedback at the end. We'll pop this back up at the end so that you know um, to f- provide that feedback. But we're going to get started with those questions. Thank you, Stacy.
2: One question that keeps getting brought up a lot and it was brought up in the chat was around incognito mode and people saying that it's grayed out for them. Um, I, anyone can take that, but I'll just start by saying your district. If you're signed in through your district domain, it's probably blocked. Uh, go into the test itself or take the exam. Sign in through your personal account, and even if your district has it blocked through theirs, and you do end up signing up with your district account, you'll still be able to um, you'll still be able to take it and do everything you need to do. Go into inc- incognito mode, but it's most likely your domain.
0: Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I know we talked about that on the the first boot camp about if you're using a school computer, just make sure that you have access to everything, whether it's being able to download extensions or anything that you might need for the exam. Um, You might have to send it to your help, you know, help desk or to your IT to be able to get you access on your computers, because more likely than not, Becky is correct, your district is probably blocking
2: it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, mine blocked it and I made the mistake of signing up with my district account and I was able to use it because when I took the exam, it opened back up. But I wouldn't recommend using the district account to take the exam. Yes, definitely. All right. Let's
0: see. What else do we have? What are some other questions you guys have seen that...
1: Keep There's coming. a question from, from Amy, Amber, around about labels and categories. Just clarify mm-hmm. the difference between the two. If I can share my screen, I'll just talk you through that really quickly.
0: That would be awesome. Thank if you.
1: you. That would be great.
0: So is it the difference between labels and categories? Is that what you Yeah, were the
1: difference between labels and categories. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you. okay so, so I'm here in my Gmail. And as you can see at the top here, I've actually got some categories already in place. There's five you can choose from. And there's different ways of accessing them. But the easiest way at the moment, because of the new quick settings, which is brand new to Gmail, um, you've got the option down the bottom here to be able to go through and have a look at all your different inbox types and everything else. But what you've also got in the overall settings is in here through inbox, you've got your different categories. Okay, so you've got primary, which is your primary inbox, then social which is where any emails that are linked to things like social media and things like that would go. Promotions, which is all of your sales and updates from things like Amazon and all that kind of stuff, they would come through into there. Updates is updates on any documents that people have shared with you and things like that. And also then forums, which is things like whole group emails or emails coming through from Google groups and things like that. So you can choose to turn on whichever ones you've got. As you can see, I've got updates and forums turned on I could turn on social as well if I wanted to. I just come and save the changes here, and now you can see I've got four columns instead of three. So what it's doing is it's taking all of those emails that fall into those categories using its AI and taking them into these separate columns rather than into my primary inbox, which is nice and inbox zero for me, okay? So that's the categories. The labels are, if you like, your folders, but they can be applied multiple different times and different folders to different things down the left hand side. So if I click on my updates, if I wanted to have something in my global GIG folder, I can click here and one of the ways that Ben and Abid showed us last week, I can just come here to labels and I can choose my global gig, GIG label. That will pull up the little orange label there and it will also mean it sits in this folder here. So your labels down the left, your categories, basically taking all of the the rubbish and the the busyness away from your primary inbox um, to keep things nice and organized for you, okay?
0: So, Darren, while you're on that, before you stop sharing your yep. screen, sorry. Um, yep. they were asking about if you set, they want to set up so that when an email comes in from a student or parent, it goes to a separate label. And they're yep. thinking the only way to do that is to manually put the addresses in. But when you're using labels and categories, it automatically puts them in there when it's sent with that. Or no, how does it work? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, so basically, if you've got a label, you can then set up your filter. So, um, if I just, again, if I, I've got this one highlighted, so I've got the option here to filter messages like these. So I can go to that, and that is going to filter all emails okay. um, from reply. So you could set up a filter for an individual email address, okay? And then all of that could pull through in your filter to any um, label that you wanted it to go to. So okay. it's automatically going to pull through into that area. But you, I, I don't believe you can do that Um, for individual students without creating an individual label for each one. Um, I have mine set up as classes. So each set comes through from Google Classroom into a separate folder. Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you for answering that. Okay, um, I have another one here, if someone else doesn't have it, but they're talking about, can we recommend the best example or extension for tab organization, things like that? Because we were talking about tab management, I know on the last one, is there something that an extension that maybe we um, we feel like is really great for that, especially when we're incognito and have all these tabs open?
1: <laughs> well, the extension won't work in incognito, oh, I'll try right. say that, yeah. Right just to make everyone feel a little bit better I, i've resat my level one on friday um, and i passed so that's a good thing <laughs> but um, you have to reset every three years but yeah you do end up with a lot of windows open and that's why you know as, as pat and lance said on monday it's really important to know how to pin your tabs so right. you don't by mistake close them because you know, that can be a bit of a disaster. So do make sure you know how to do that and do it as a matter of course. I ended up with about 20 windows open. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's oh, a lot of
1: them.
0: I just, mine too for research and there's a lot of things that you open, but you definitely want to pin because then you can't close it because that was a thing I did at first is like closed it and then I was like, oh no. And
1: that's, that's actually, that's a really good point, Amber. During the exam, it won't tell you when you're finished with a particular tab or a particular document, it doesn't say, you're done with that now, close it. So you kind of leave it open just in case just you need in it. Case. yeah
0: Yes, yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, what other questions do you guys see?
3: Um, Just okay. in one at the bottom, asking about how to make uh, an email as a task. Uh, so I'm happy, happy to share that one if, uh, if we can drop my screen. Go for it. Okay, brilliant. So um, if you'd like to make a email a task, so you'll see you have the Google task uh, icon on the sidebar here. So you can just open that up just by clicking on it. Um, and you'll see that I've already got one in here from a demo on Friday, which I haven't got rid of yet. Um, but quite simply, just to, just to put it as a task, all I need to do is click on the email itself. So I'm just gonna click on that and drag it directly across to where it says drop to create a new task. So I can just drop it straight in there and it creates a task for me with the reference email that uh, I've used here. So I can actually put this into a label now if I wanted to. So I'll just put that into Geg UK for the time being. Um, but you, can see what, you can see here, I can still access um, this email just by clicking on the email there. It will take me to open up uh, your, the email I've just moved into a folder. So great way of tidying your inbox uh, by just dragging it simply across. Um, now it might be worth noting here as well, you can have more than one List. Um, this is this is more. This is one um, one list I've got called my task. But you can create new lists and have um, put emails in different lists for different categories. However, you want to organize it, and that's down to you. Um, you can list this when you're doing things as well. So it's just a simple drag and drop to, to create a task there. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Um, I, I saw, saw something.
1: A... Go ahead. Yeah, I've just seen a question from Anne-Marie asking about his Google search a Chrome question. Um, it, yeah, kind of yeah. it, it, it comes up all the way through, really, because you're asked to, well, you, you could be asked to search for anything. So they might ask you to search mm-hmm. for an image. They might ask you to search for a particular type of clip on YouTube. Uh, so do make sure you're really familiar with that, with the Google search and how it works. Okay? Yes, I
0: was and just going to say that
1: you might be asked to search for particular emails from people as well. So make sure you know your email search as well.
0: Um, I saw it come up on the bottom and I don't think we addressed it, but I know that there is, uh, somebody had asked about when do we take the exam after the first session, the second, Um, all three sessions is what you need to have probably under your belt before you take the exam. So just know that we are covering all of the tools that can possibly be on that test. Um, they will ask you pretty much any tool that's Google that you have to use. And so we're preparing you with all of them. So just know that you want to stay for all three sessions before you take the exam so you're fully prepared. Okay, let's see if there's anything else in here. Um. Homestop. is there anything that we think we need to review about uh, from session one that maybe we feel like we've been seeing a lot in the Twitter or
1: I've just seen um, I can't find it again now because I've scrolled away but um, there was a question from somebody and I'm trying to find it around about how we achieve inbox zero again um, mm-hmm. I, I, did, I don't know if anyone can do that for me I did put a link to my ebook in the private chat if somebody can post that link uh, because that basically takes you through step by step. Um, I think it might have been for Rona off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Oh right
0: here. Right here. I think I see it. Is it this yeah. one? Can you also yeah, yeah, right, setting yeah. the box to zero?
1: Yeah, Ben, are you okay to post that link? Yeah, I'll do it now, yeah. Brilliant, thank you. And that will that will give you step by step guide with videos and all sorts of things there. Okay. Perfect. Um,
0: there was one that I just saw in here about, well, oh, it was talking about like the shortcuts. I know they were talking about like opening a new tab, like control this control T. So maybe we mm. can go over some of those shortcuts. So people know yeah. um, to, how to use those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who wants to go. Over that. So I know how do we open a new tab? That was one that somebody had asked.
1: Let me, um, I'm just trying to find my list and then I can pop it up on screen if we need to. Okay. That would be great.
2: And you don't have to know these shortcuts for the level one exam. Like they're not going to ask you to explain each of these. It's just helpful. It will be time-saving yeah. and you only have three hours, so. Right.
1: Yeah
0: and like we talked about you're going to have a ton of tabs open and other things open and so sometimes to find like where you need to open a new one it's just easy to push a button and it, and pop it open and get started
2: exactly mm-hmm.
0: yeah, if
1: you want to bring my screen in again now i can um just run through a you
2: yep you're up darren
1: Cool. brilliant okay so hopefully we're we're looking at my become a tab ninja slide here and uh there's just a few bits and pieces on on here really Duplicating tabs and all that kind of stuff and all of these other options along here, apart from tab scissors and tab blue, can be done by just going up to your tab and right clicking or using two fingers on a Chromebook. Um, But these are the ones that that really do make a difference. So Control T will give you a new tab, uh, but Control Shift or Command Shift on a, a Mac and tab will reopen your previous tab. Control-W will close any tab you're in and Control-Shift-N will give you an incognito window if it's allowed on your domain. Um, Of course, you can drag a link anytime you like just by clicking on it and dragging it around. And Control plus the number up to nine will open or will take you to that corresponding tab. So if you want tab five, if you do Control-5, it will bring that tab to the front for you. And then the ones that we went through, uh, a couple of others there as well. So Control-Shift-M will switch between users so as Patrick was showing on uh, Monday, the you know, where you've got multiple profiles, one of the easier ways to achieve that if um, you can't get to it in the top right hand corner is to use the control shift M and that will automatically switch between users. Obviously not during the exam, but just generally. Um, and then control shift B will bring your bit bookmark in or out, which is one of the biggest things to go missing when people mistype things and then everyone's like, well, where did it go? And then, obviously, that Control-Shift-T, which opens up to the last 10 tabs, which absolutely saves my life. Yes. That
0: is the one you need to put ingrained in your brain right now, <laughs> because one. I don't know how many times I've closed tabs, and then I'm like, ah!
1: Exactly. So they're the, they're the main ones, really. Like uh, I can't remember who it was that said it, because I didn't have my, my screen on. But, like I said, they're not vital to know for the exam, but they certainly do make things easier.
0: Oops. Sorry. It
1: twice I, I will say the one that saves my life is the um control n for for composing new messages in gmail mm-hmm. that's been a shortcut i use all the time yeah, yeah
0: awesome awesome okay let's see if we see anything else in here um There was a question here about uh, quick settings, multiple inboxes. So this is a recent G suite for education um, update that's coming out um, recently. And it's not it may or may not have reached your domain yet, but it definitely won't be on the level one exam so you don't need to worry about um using multiple inboxes yes and then all of this stuff that we're going over are helpful tips i mean not all of it is going to be tested on your test you're not going to need all of these uh advanced kind of features but they are super helpful if you do close a tab or if you need to open up a new one so we're just showing you things to prepare you so it's kind of faster quicker not having to spend that whole three hours figuring out how to get your last tab open Mm -hmm. so um Again, you're not going to need all these things as like as far as testing the knowledge on it. It's just uh, sometimes helpful when you're in that test. Definitely. Um, about the download shortcut, somebody has something about the download shortcut. I don't know what that one is. Let's see. Um. Okay. Um, When you take the test, they give you Gmail docs. Okay, so when you take the test, they give you links to Gmail docs, et cetera. Do you close out after each test or do you leave open and continue to use? So... I'm assuming that you're talking about when they give you all of the stuff in the drive. Um, I, I leave it up after I've done it just because I'm not sure if they're going to ask me to use it again in some way. And so I try not to close it out like immediately because I'm not sure if something else is going to be said to me about going back and adding something else to that. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't close them immediately.
1: No, I left, like I said, I had about 20 odd windows open at the end of my test last week. Um, yeah. just on the safe side
2: right so i i'm a little different it drove me nuts to have about 20 tabs open and so after oh. i finished the whole task not a part of a task but the whole task that they asked because they have multiple parts in each task i would close out those tabs um and then i knew i could access them again because i left open the tab to the drive that they gave so i didn't yeah, 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 that's true because that,
0: if you're I, opening all of those up, they're going into your drive and so then you can just open up your drive again and look for them. I just, I'm like erring on the side of caution just to be sure that I don't have to like struggle to find it again. It's like I'll just leave it open and then click it if I need to. But again, personal preference, if if you want to do that, that's just what I do.
3: Again, and, I, in that situation, I I'd do the same Becky, but again, just pin that Google Drive tab. Um, so you don't mm-hmm. close that. If you if you pin that open, from my point of view, it drives me nuts having all the tabs open as well, but I can access everything from the drive. So as long as that's pinned, I'm, I know I'm going to be all right.
2: Yeah. And Great. as long as we're on that note, I, I, I believe Robert answered this, but there was a question about having two computers. I have two computers, but I've never used two to take the test. I've only ever used one while taking the test.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's still up for interpretation and debate on that. I don't know that there's anywhere that says exactly that. So um, I would just be sure that you would be using one device while you're taking it just to be sure that uh, everything is okay. And I know in Proctor View, because I took I took it in Proctor View. Um, and so I just I know in there that they don't allow you to have like a second screen or a second device. Sometimes they do a room scan. They, they check your computer to see if it's connected to something and say, please disconnect. So you do have kind of a a few things that it goes through. So just just really use your one device if you can, because that's uh, what they're going to check for.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. All right. I did mine on Criterion on Friday, which does allow you to have a second device, but it wasn't necessary, really.
0: Yeah. And I know that there's like, now that it's gonna be going over to Proctor U, I, I don't know exactly what the rules are for that, but I would just say stick with the one for now. <laughs> but um, yes, somebody asked a question about pinning the drive. <clears throat> yes, you want to do that um, as we were talking about pinning and also pinning the window for all the tasks. They tell you that at the very beginning, Pin this window so it doesn't close because that's what you have to keep going back to to find out what task you have to do. So make sure you pin that, possibly pin your drive, because those are things you're going to go back to constantly. Yeah. Okay. There's a
1: restriction on how many monitors you can have. Those are.
0: Um, so I use my, I use a second monitor just to make it bigger because my screen is very small yes. and it was duplicating my screen and that was never shown as a second device or that I needed to take it out because it was showing exactly what was on my screen. So if you do have a second screen that you're able to just project and duplicate it, I, it didn't flag any of that. So just so you know.
3: I used to in my mine exam as well, the same way as, as Amber, yeah, duplicate the screen um, <laughs> just have it a bit bigger than the laptop, so I have no problems
0: yeah same with me okay would you recommend getting the first level done before July 1st so do we think that I mean it's it's up to you what you what you feel comfortable in doing I know the criterion system and again correct me if I'm wrong on any of this the criterion system doesn't doesn't like watch your screen the whole time. I know in ProctorU, they make you click, share your screen. You have to have the little icon in the corner. It's watching you the entire time. And somebody is live on the other end watching you. But I know in Criterion, that that's not the case, right?
1: No, that's not the case, no
0: yes so they're they're not watching you the entire time they do have a screen up that shows your face and i think they're taking snippets every now and again to make sure it's still you mm-hmm. but uh i know proctor you is definitely uh, a little more uh I I feel like a little more like anxiety driven just because I was like, they're watching me. My screen is here. They're sharing it. It's just a lot of things. So if you can and you would like to take it in criterion before July 1st, then that's, that's definitely great. But if you not after you can take it on proctor U, and it's just a little bit different format, but I still pass within there. So no worries.
1: And like we said, I think we said on on Friday as well, you know, if if you need to get up and get a drink, You need to get up and go to the restroom or or whatever. Do it. You know, it's not a problem. As long as you're not gone for half an hour, you're going to be fine.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And I did have, like, a drink next to me. I know, like, I read some of the things in there, and it was really scary. And it said, like, no food, no drink, no this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I had a drink, like, the whole time because, you know, it's three hours. But nobody ever said anything, and it was completely fine. So um, just know that that's not going to be an issue. They they put that in there, I think, for you to, like, Darren said, not spend 30 minutes getting a drink of water. So... (laughs) Okay, so we have only a couple more minutes, but I just want or a minute or so. Um, I just want everyone to know, let me go ahead and put that up at the bottom for you that yes, if we didn't get to all of your questions, we are aware that you know, there's ton of them. So other questions can be sent to info at global um, We'll do our very best to answer those and send those answers out to you. We are making a document and we'll we'll be able to share all the things that we shared with you and maybe even more so uh look out for that document you won't have access to it right this second obviously because we are going to put all those questions in it because someone had asked that um we will send out the link to you after this is done so again at the bottom there if you see it scrolling send your emails if you have additional questions was there anything that popped up that we need to answer
1: uh, just a couple of last-minute questions. Sort of what what is it that team tends to make the most time on the test? Depends on what questions you get, really. Not everyone gets the same questions, and not everyone's got the same skills in in every area. So it really depends on on you. you know. I think it's um, whatever
0: tool that you're probably not the most comfortable in. It takes you the longest because you're. You're trying to figure out what to do. So if you're really good at something, you're not going to have a problem. But if you like don't use sheets very often, then I would spend a majority of your time studying sheets because that's where you're going to spend a lot of your time if you don't know what to do. I feel like I did that my very, very first time I took it. I was like, I don't use sheets that much. And I struggled like trying to figure out what to do, and it took me more time than I should have in that area. Yeah,
3: And there was a good point mentioned there about Patrick as well. Uh, You can actually flag... If, if you're stuck on a question, you can flag it and come mm. back to it at the end, so you don't feel like you have to mm-hmm. answer it there and then spend loads of time on it. If you're not sure, flag it, come back to it at the end. That's that's you know that's what I, I did, and I, that's probably my top tip. For- yeah. yeah. Yes. If there's
1: yeah. any consolation, people, the first time I did my number one, it took me about two hours, 40 minutes, and then um, last week, it took me just under an hour, so it's just about yeah. how confident you feel with the different tools so practice yeah absolutely yeah.
0: yes all right well i think we are done for to- for today but um stacy if you could pop up that feedback form one more time on the screen just so people can fill out that feedback form for us so, um, we love to hear your feedback. We want to know how we can improve. We, you know, this is our first office hour session. We haven't done one before, so we're learning. Uh, but please go ahead and give your feedback and uh, let us know how we can, you know, make this different for next time and for session two. Anyone else have anything else? We'll
2: be
3: here All right. Yeah.
0: Yes, we will see you on Friday, June 19th for session two. We can't wait, and we're super excited for everyone to be there. we I have my cam ready. I don't know if all of you have your cam ready, but I do, so. <laughs> I can't
1: find one. You stole my joke,
0: All right. Well, we will see you next time, and thank you again for joining us today for Office Hours.
1: Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You
3: Thank you.